Good morning. Hope you guys are safe and well. I'm still dealing with my jet lag. Uh, went to Italy, had a fabulous time, but uh, learned the lesson: do not travel to Italy in July. Super hot and humid. So, uh, but it was great. Much needed vacation. Uh, I'll give you guys a few seconds to hop on, and then we'll start our uh, this week's session. We're uh, doing my favorite. Uh, property previews. We got some good properties to preview today and uh, give you guys the under the hood look. Good morning, Kusha. And uh, yeah, uh, for first time in many months, I got multiple deals in escrow. I'm super excited. Uh, I'll share with you guys a few. Uh, got my Arizona property in escrow. Selling that, that's uh, a flip under a year, oh, eight months to be precise. Uh, great returns, and then I've got two big, uh, huge projects in escrow I'm going to be buying. So I'll share as things uh, develop on those two properties. And uh, let me go ahead, get started while you guys still hopping on and share my screen here. What's going on, everyone? So we have Danil hopping in. Good morning, Kusha. Russell, great to see you. Faradun, great to see you as well. Homes in Miami are quite high and much better returns than multifamily. Single family home, Coconut Grove, Miami, 4,000 square feet, 1970 built, five bedroom, three and a half bath, pool, corner lot, best area of the grove, roof 18 years old but in good condition. New septic is installed already, and I will install impact windows for hurricanes and some other upgrades. Price is 1.88. $33,000 for taxes, insurance 13,000. Wow, I didn't really, I guess uh, hurricane exposure is pretty expensive insurance there, 13,000. Uh, cash down 680, mortgage IO, that's interest only, two and a half percent, 10 year ARM uh, payment. ARM stands for adjustable rate mortgage guys, ARM. Uh, that's 30,000 a year interest payment, and it can rent for 15,000 a month, uh, at least for now. As 800,000, 800, uh, 180,000 a year. Improvement cost me, figure 145,000. So cash on cash is 12.6%. Okay, what's the catch? My concern is the rents are quite high now due to lack of inventory, but maybe this changes in a couple of years from now, and then maybe rates are going up and single family prices go down. Well, that's a legitimate concern, um, David. Um, I don't recommend buying a home. 12% uh, sounds pretty fancy, but if you got a tenant that files bankruptcy, they could live there You know, in some states up to a year for free. Not free, but you can't do anything. You can't evict them. So there is a lot of risk with it. The rents are inflated because of lack of inventory as you suggested, um, uh, but looks like you're also contemplating if you should flip it. I think now I can fix it up and resell it for 
good part is on buying it below the average price per foot. Um, now that I'm definitely, uh, you know, up for it. If, if I were you, uh, I would be a short term trader in this market, especially on hot markets like Florida. So that's definitely what I would do. And looks like that's your question, whether to buy and hold, get 12% cash on cash or uh, fix and flip. So um, I would go for the fix and flip. Um, you know, I wouldn't pass on it. Seems like a great area. You've done your homework, is selling below comps and you got the money to put to work. So I would, I would buy it, fix it and flip it. Um, as long as you get your, obviously your beds and make sure you're not underbidding on your budget for capital improvements because the more you go over your budget, the less profit you're going to be left with. Uh, next one's with John. He sent us a property link. Let's take a look, see what John sent us. All right. Looks like Phoenix, Arizona. I love that market. 90 bucks a foot. Uh, oh, make it bigger. Let me make this bigger. There we go. Now, this one here, Paradise Plaza for sale. So it's a retail. It looks pretty beat up, uh, older construction. I don't know the, uh, a, a specific market, this port, port of Phoenix, but let's take a look at the demographics. Usually is that, oh, there we go. So one mile, three mile. Population 148, that's great. So it's high density and average household income 59,000. That's good. It's not great, but it's right, uh, right at U.S. average. Um, let's take a look at who's in the building. So hair salon, apostrophe, church, uh, banquet hall, church, church, church. Okay. Well, I don't like the fact you got pretty much most of the property is occupied by banquet hall and a church. You have zero credit tenants. And, you know, 90 bucks a foot is not expensive, but it's not cheap either for Phoenix. Um, I would, based on that, I would pass on it. Looks like it's 75% occupied and it's got 131,000 NOI. Let's see what is that, 131 divided by 2 million. So 6.5% cap on 75% with pretty much all nonprofit occupying it and the building looks like it needs a lot of uh, capital improvement it looks very tired uh, I would definitely pass on this it's doesn't look it, it's not exciting um, this is from mean property preview property in huh, Australia uh, I would love your professional opinion on a residential property I'm interested in it's for myself living I'm not sure uh, mean, uh, I don't know nothing about Australian market. Um, I'll open it, but I doubt I can add any feedback. Uh, I have zero knowledge about that market. Um, I would suggest you go up on your local MLS sites and just check the comps for this specific sub-market or project. And um, if you put this address, for example, Zillow's, I don't know if they cover Australia, but they, they'll give you some of the comps what's sold in that uh, in that uh, project. So that's what I would recommend. All right. Next one's from Nick. 
Let's see what is Nick got here. Property preview. Okay, let me enlarge this for you guys. All right. Okay, looks like an office building in Mesa, Arizona. Another market I love. I love Mesa, Arizona. This is a garden style office suites in downtown Mesa. And let's see what we got. Lease rate 12 bucks, full service. 3,900 square feet available, and the total is 12,758. So it looks like uh, about 30% vacancy. And common area restroom, monument signage. So it looks like a bunch of executive suites. Uh, right. I want to look at. The demographic fits, um, I know Mesa pretty well. As you can see, 157,000, three-mile radius. I want to see minimum 70,000. And household income is going to be a little bit lower. Um, it's about 49,000, three-mile radius. Um, I'm okay with that. Uh, what is important to find out is the asking price and price per foot. So let me see. I don't see that on here. You had sent me some other links. So let me get out of here. Uh, lease comps, rent roll. Sometimes on the rent roll, they put the asking price, the cap rate. Oh, there we go. So they want 1.7 million. And this is 12,700. So that's 133 bucks a foot. That's a bit pricey um, for Mesa market for a you know 12 bucks a foot uh, per year rents gross, and the cap rate's 5.32, and I'm guessing it's on 70% occupancy. Let me take a look. Yeah, this is not a very well uh, developed rent roll doesn't really give you the percentage of occupancy. Um, so, but, you know, based on based on the cap rate, asking price and 70% occupancy, um, I would pass on this. This is not a lot of meat on the bone. Occupancy for Mesa is about 70, 75%, maybe 80% on a newer construction office buildings. So you're, there is not a whole lot of upside for that sub-market. At 133 bucks a foot is not a great deal. And I don't have tenant names uh, to kind of gauge if, well, actually we do here. Integrity tax, desert sound, business solutions, vacant, vacant, Ross Thompson, losses. So yeah, there's no really credit tenants in there. There's just some uh, mom and pop tenants. I would pass on this if you can get it for eight cap. Um, that may be something uh you know i would consider and eight cap would be ninety thousand four hundred seventy nine noi divided by 0 0.08 that would be price of 1.1 million uh, so that's about a six hundred thousand dollar drop you can call the agent and gauge their uh appetite on the seller's motivation see if that's something they want to entertain and these are your lease comps are 1179. 
So your rents aren't even below market either. They're actually a little over market. So that's, again, another good sign. Um, let me close this. So Nick, I would pass on this property. Unless you can get it for 1.1 million, then I think it's, uh, it, you know, there is some meat on the bone there. All right, Kusha. Uh, Kusha's pretty active looking for properties. Let's see what Kusha's got for us this week. Oh, what do we got here? Uh, Cobblestone Plaza. So this is in Phoenix, Arizona. Whoa, 184 bucks a foot. That's pretty expensive uh, for Phoenix. Uh, 12,000 square feet, 69% lease. So it looks like a little retail plaza. Okay. So a storefront retail slash office. So it's mixed use, excellent value, opportunity, busy retail street, looking at traffic, blah, 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 blah. Um, good size land, one eight, over one acre. I don't like the price per foot. It is a little bit newer construction, 2007. Um, let's take a look at the flyer and get more information on this. All right. Hmm. Interesting. It says 1988, year built. But on LoopNet, they put 2007. That's a, a very significant difference. Um, so I would definitely call the listing agent, Randy, and confirm the year built. For 1988, this is way overpriced. For 2007, you know, unless, you know, you don't have good uh, lease terms and good credit tenants, I would definitely pass on this. Uh, demographics, I don't need to check. Phoenix is a uh, high density, but this does not look like a $188 a foot property to me. Has a lot of deferred maintenance. The building looks tired. And I would guess it's 1988, not 2007. They put here 2007. Um, let's see how long it's been on the market. This is another thing, guys, I want you to check on the date created on the bottom, very important. Um, luckily, this has only been on the market for almost three months, but if it was for a couple of years, um, it would be concerning why it's been sitting on the market for two years, but it's only been three months. But year built is a problem, and I don't see list of tenants. The price per foot is a deal killer for me. So just based on that, uh, I would not consider this investment. Kusha. All right, Robin. Let's see what we got, Robin. Warner, that's gotta be in Orange County. Oh, Santa Ana, yeah. So this is very close to my office. Uh, looks like an auction property. I don't like to buy from auctions. Uh, it's, you know, very much misleading. The starting bet they throw up there. <laughs> There's no way this is going to sell um, for 750 or even a million. So let's take a look here. We got how many square feet? 11,300 square feet. And it's 41% occupied. Older construction. Two story on one acre lot. So I like the lot size. It's a two story office. I like medical. Um, that's 
great uh, for you guys. Uh, also, potential to sell it to an owner user if you buy it cheap enough at auction. That's another exit uh, strategy. I love the location. Um, on something like this, I would definitely put a, a price, you know, of say 200 bucks a foot and that would be 2.2 million and draw the line there. But what you want to do on an auction property, you want to go through the vault. So you got to go to 10x.com, register, you get access to the vault and go take a look at all the documents they have in there. You want to make sure you got a clean environmental report. You want to make sure if there's a property condition report, there's not significant deferred maintenance because at auction, your deposit of 10% is non-refundable day one. So you have to do a lot, a lot of uh, upfront due diligence on auction properties. And <clears throat> here's the link to register at 10X. And you can also download the OM usually on here, let me see if I'm open. So here's the vault offering memorandum investigations. So you got to go through all this. I'm not going to uh, take everyone's time to go through the entire due diligence, but you got to go through all these due diligence items and make sure there is no deal killers. By that, I mean significant deferred maintenance, a dirty phase one, and, and, and that calls out for a phase two. That's a nail in a coffin. You don't want to buy a property. And then also you want to make sure that tenants that are in there, um, you're okay with. In other words, no pain rehab since it's a medical building. You don't want a bunch of druggies going there getting drugs. <laughs> so pain uh, rehab, uh, those tend to be a big problem for me in the past. So a lot of work to do on this one. Um, so you got your work cut out for you, Robin. Let's see. Uh, this is an auction property. I like to read a strategy. Yeah. So basically, that's my strategy. 200 bucks a foot for a Santa Ana building. I know the market well. If you buy it, you should be able to sell it, you know, for 240 to 300 bucks a foot, depending on the condition. But ideally, 150 bucks a foot would be a great price. So um, you need to be disciplined when you bid. But more than anything, you got to do all your due diligence up front before you even uh, think about bidding. So this from James. Let's see what he's got a property on. Crixy, based upon your overall criteria, it's a value-add property, two vacancies. Price per foot is below replacement cost. And occupancy is 73%. However, per city data and bestplaces.com, the household income is below the national Median crime is pretty high and population density is low. Well, that's not good, James. Well, let's take a look under the hood. So, looks like we got a small retail plaza, 8.8 .8 cap on 6,600 square feet, 92 bucks a foot. So far, so good. Occupancy 73. So on 73% occupancy, if the actual cab is 8.8, .8, it's only been on the market for a day. Um, I would definitely dig deeper. Um, don't know about the obviously sub market you mentioned is high crime and low income. So let's take a look at the OM that would give you that information. Let's see if I remember my login.
All right. I hate when I forget my password. That should work. There we go. All right. Get out of here. All right. Complete listing later. All right. Uh, it's not letting me go there. Please visit. Usually I don't see this, but they're redirecting me to their own site. Let me see if I can pull it up. All right. Okay. This is not user friendly. It's giving me the entire listings for sale. Let me see if I can pull it up some other way. Uh, yeah, they didn't put the right link on here. So I can't really pull it up. Um, okay, what's the address? 923 East Oak. Okay. Let's try that. Mm. Okay. All right. Doesn't look like any of these. Okay, here we go. Took a little hunting, but we found it. So value add opportunity with two vacancies is below market rents. Investor to get immediately value add through multiple uh, avenues. Um, great cap rate. Hmm. So he's telling me you can get it for 9.75 cap, but on the Crexy listing says 8.8. .8. But Let's take a look. Yeah, they don't give you anything more. Let's see if I can pull up the OM from here. All right. All right. So I have to create that account, guys. So I would, um, I would definitely dig deeper on this one. I know you said uh, the housing um, income is low, but I like the cap rate. If you can get it for a ten cap on 70, uh, 73% occupancy, um, I would definitely consider this. Um, it's, even if it's in a bad area, um, you know, to me for a small uh, size deal that's very affordable, is very difficult to get a 10 cap, uh, especially with rents being below market. But that's if everything the agent's telling you will, uh, you know, you can you have to confirm all that. So. Um, that's definitely one I would take a look at, James. Let's see what is Daniel got for us here. All right, looks like a Sacramento retail, a small retail building, 86% lease, 7.1 cap on actuals, price 1.75. So that seems pretty high per square foot. Let's see, 1.758 divided by... Um, how do you use this darn thing? 5,900, let's just call 6,000 square feet. 
Yeah, that's $293 a foot for Sacramento at a seven cap. This does not fit my criteria. Um, you know, the population uh, density is 100% there. Sacramento is a very high dense uh, city, 200,000 with a three mile radius. Household income is a little bit lower than average household US income. But uh, 290, it's almost 300 bucks a foot for a 1980 construction at a seven cap. I don't see an upside, uh, to be honest with you, to even consider this property. So this would, I would definitely pass on this. And I think that's it. Last one for, was from Daniel. Uh, all right, Logan, hit me up. What do you got? Let me stop sharing my screen. All right, guys, uh, we're not seeing any questions in the comments right now. So if you have any, go ahead and drop them in. We'll give it just a second. And uh, let's see here. Robin did give some extra context that he's uh -huh. uh, in the range of 150 to $200 per square foot. And then said, thank you, Manny. Mm -hmm. um, That's for the Santa Ana building, auction building, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 150 bucks a foot, Santa Ana. I know the, exactly the area the building's located. You can't go wrong um, as long as it's not falling apart. Uh, so definitely check those investigations. It was titled Investigations in the Vault. And that should have some property condition report in there, phase one. Uh, those are your studies. So review those, go to the conclusion section of those two reports and see what it calls out for. Awesome. And then we have a question from Malad. He said, hi, Manny, for office and retail, what are the red flags mm -hmm. and good things when it comes to the location? Like for retail, I know it shouldn't be next to gas station or dry cleaning due to environmental issues. Mm -hmm. Also, how long should you occupy the property that you buy with SBA loan before you start renting out your own space? Yeah. I mean, on retail, yeah, you don't want any tenants that have potential, you know, contamination, um you know for the property and how long you should occupy the property if you obtain an sba loan well usually sba gives you a 20-year loan and they want you to stay there but businesses you know change um your footprint requirement you may outgrow the building that happens often uh, there is no really set rules but definitely over a year um you, know, you want to stay in there at least a year if you're going to move out and lease it out and you have obviously uh, show justification um spa i haven't heard spa do an audit if you do rent it out um i myself the the building i bought which is this building with spa uh, bought it in 2011 so i've been occupying it for 10 years um, but there is no set rule with a small business administration that you have to occupy it for five years uh, or more it just your intent has to be you want to occupy it for your 50 percent or more for your use and if things change uh, you you know business change your requirement change you either downsize or upsize all right and then kusha he said um what are your thoughts on using a deferred sales trust instead of a 1031 exchange yeah uh that's also called installment sale i haven't done one and i don't know much about it to comment on it but that's something if you want to do, you got to plan like I was told two years prior to selling the property. So definitely check with your CPA. And there are firms that just do that. 
installment sales. So, uh, but ask your CPA, your CPA would probably know. All right. And then we got Paul doing a two peat today. He said, when do we not follow the income requirements of 60 K? Is there exceptions? Cause I know the Mesa market, um, mm -hmm. had a 49 K. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you want to be above us, but is that's not on the high pri uh, priority for me on the criteria. The density is an absolute must. So you want to be at least 70,000 population with a three mile radius. Um, if the property is a nine cap, 10 cap on 75% occupancy and uh, average household income is 45,000 and you have potential to add value to the property, I would still consider it. All right. And then um, Carmen asked if you can please explain about ideal cap rate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So out of a state properties, uh, industrial retail office, I like to have an eight and a half cap and above, but it all depends on the uh, style of the building, quality of construction and price per foot. That's very important. You could find a property that's 200 bucks a foot at eight and a half cap, or you can find a property that has lower rents than the market and eight and a half cap will result in a lower price per foot. That's the one I'm looking for. So. All right. And then um, here he asks, what indicators do you use to see where the real estate market is going? Oh, nobody has a crystal ball, but you know, real estate uh, is affected by two things, interest rates and job market. Because if people don't qualify, they're out of a job, they don't have income. Well, they can't finance a property, right? So those two things for residential, for commercial is business. So recessions will increase vacancies because businesses will contract. And uh, right now with amount of liquidity the Fed pumped in and dropped the rates, there is no signs of recession. But once that stops and they revert because of inflation, they're gonna be forced to increase the rates and that will do the exact opposite of what you've seen. So uh, my expectation is with the amount of sublease on the office market uh, because of the hybrid uh, working environment that was created from the uh, pandemic, my guess is that's going to be a pretty big recession, especially in office uh, asset class. In the next two to three years, great opportunities to buy some properties uh, that are vacant and repurpose them. And in terms of housing, definitely the a slowdown is here. There was a report that for first time, the uh, housing sales was before the pandemic, uh, February of last, uh, 2020. And I think I sent that to you, Logan, you may wanna post it to the group. But yeah, my prediction is uh, certain asset classes are already depressed, that's office. The two properties I'm buying right now, they're distressed deals. They're both in trophy locations in uh, Orange County, California, and some other asset classes will follow when we recession, which I predict is going to be two to three years from now when liquidity stops and rates go up. And then uh, we have one last question from our new member, Nicola. Uh, great to see you here, brother. Excited to have you as part of the community. Um, he said, Manny, when getting started in residential, is it better to get started with an LLC or wait until the ball gets rolling? A friend of mine is a loan officer and he said it is a little harder as an LLC when it comes to financing options. Yeah. Buy it under your name. Um, a lot of lenders will not lend you money on a residential loan. If you have it under entity, it has to be you. 
because it's very difficult to foreclose on an entity and banks are not sophisticated. They don't have a legal counsel on payroll, most of them, and they will force you to buy it, uh, in, investing in your name. And then you can put it in the LLC after you close. So a lot of people do that. All right. Any more questions? That's it. Uh, that's yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, uh, enjoyed this session. Uh, some of the good, some of the properties were good. I would dig deeper on the ones I commented. But with that, be safe, be well. See you guys next week.